When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here with Tier1Trading.com and welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Got a little bit of a different episode for you guys today as we're going to talk about, I guess, a recent massive trading scam that has been uncovered and going to give you guys some advice on how you can avoid such thing because this is a harsh reality of trading. Now, The idea came to me from a uh, DM I got on Instagram, Uh, one of our Trading Coach podcast followers, uh, I guess heard about this thing, saw this video and said, hey, um, would you be able to talk about it? And at first I was a little bit kind of apprehensive about doing so. I try not to get involved in this type of stuff, but I always say this Trading Coach podcast is a podcast for you guys, by you guys. So if there are topics that you feel are important, I want to deliver them to you. And I'll give a shout out right now to, if you want, I'm not going to go into big detail about this because again, I I don't want to get into the the mix. I'm I'm not a detective. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a police or anything like that. So I don't want to make any type of accusations that may be false. I don't know the situation more so than um, what I saw on the internet. But if you go to this YouTube channel, I think it's called uh, CoffeeZilla, uh, Coffee and Z-I-L-L-A. There are either a few videos or one massive video, I think, kind of going into details about the situation. And by the way, shout out to CoffeeZilla. Don't know the person, but it's a very well put together video. It's like this old school detective. The graphics are good. The editing is great. Um, kept my attention, <laughs> which is extremely hard. So, you know, I don't, I don't know how legit or unlegit the guy is, but the video is awesome. It's, it's, it's done really, really good, like watching kind of like a, a movie. Um, but what he's talking about here is apparently a $500 million trading scam, or actually, not, I guess trading scam, but Ponzi scheme um, that was uncovered. And, and that's really scary. And, you know, it happened with this place called Traders Domain, right? They are an unregulated trading broker that eventually it was found out that kind of funds are running through them even though there, it wasn't said that funds are running through them. And the way that people were getting into this kind of scam was basically like what we see on the internet every day, right? The promises of making money. I don't know how many times you've gone across social media and you've had people reach out to you, right? Many of the fake Akils out there that reach out to you are, are telling you, hey, you know, invest in crypto, invest in this. Hey, you know, here's my WhatsApp, you know, here, you know, send me this money, I can make you this much, right? These promises come to you on a regular basis. And it's one thing to hear it from a random person. Um, it's another thing to hear it from a, a, a fake Akil account or a fake Jason Greystone account. Or I was speaking to Adam Grimes the other day. He got hacked a fake account from someone you know. But when you start hearing it from celebrities or known individuals or people that are respected in the industry, and, and it's actually them, or you know, maybe not the industry, but people that are respected, you start to believe it a little bit more. You know, for example, my cousin um, just hit me up the other day. He wants to get into trading and, and he was actually approached by uh, a fake Akil account. 
And he was almost convinced because, hey, it was me. I, you know, we've we've known each other since, you know, birth, whatever like that. We're the same age. Um, and he was convinced to do it just because me or the person pretending to be me um, was telling him that is the right thing. And he, he trusts me. Then when he tried to kind of catch up on family life, he realized that it was a scam and, <laughs> and exposed the guy. Um, but it's very easy to be influenced by what others say. For example, right, for you guys listening to the podcast, my loyal followers, thank you for joining in. If I directed you somewhere, um, you would probably check it out and have a little bit of confidence in it. Yeah, I'll give you kind of an idea. I'm working on a sponsorship for the podcast right now that works with... Um, kind of uh, you know trading in the stock market and whatnot. And I, and I get offers all the time for this type of stuff. And you know I never accept them. There's a reason you don't see me promoting stuff out there aside from Spotify for podcasters, which is what I use so I can vouch for them. But there's a reason you don't see me promoting stuff out there because if I'm promoting something that I'm not 100% sure about and confident in, Right. I am sending you to that place. And many of you are going to go there without necessarily doing your, your research. And, and that puts all of us at risk. So I'm, I'm very and I've been like this my whole career. I am I am very uh, aware of what I attach my name to. And that's the reason you don't see me promote brokers or anything like that. I try to stay far away from it. Um, in fact, kind of not a cool story, but just to kind of give you an idea, one of the reasons I do that and I have experience with this, this scamming stuff is because when I first started trading, I signed up for mentorship. I got a mentor, I got a coach. Um, and like many new traders, I'm saying, you know, I don't, I don't know much about this stuff. What do I do? What platform do I use? Who do I sign up with? And I signed up with a broker that my mentor was personally using. He said, Hey, I personally use these people. Customer service is great. Um, it was actually a, um, a connecting broker, right? It was a, it was a, a kind of a, a small in-house broker um, that connected to a bigger broker and whatnot. And, and he gave it all the green, all the thumbs up, all the green flags. So I said, hey, you know what? He, this is my mentor. I've entrusted. I, I've paid him lots of money to take his training. I've entrusted him with my trading future. I'm just going to follow. I didn't do any research or anything. Not that that would have made a difference, but I just followed because of his recommendation. I ended up in uh, being involved in a scam. If you guys heard of the, the PFG mess, it was, uh, and again, I, PFG wasn't my broker, but my connecting broker, they used PFG. So I, you know, my money eventually or, or ultimately was with PFG. They ended up stealing everyone's money. So I got to a point in my trading career just when I got good, just when I started churning out some profits, that everything was taken away from me literally overnight. So I, I know the feeling, and, and that's one of the reasons I, I, I try to, again, distance myself from certain things, but also bring these things to your attention when I hear about them. Um, it sucked, don't get me wrong, um, but it happens to the best of us. And that was one that you couldn't avoid because the brokerage PFG was their, their license. They did everything right. You can do all the checks and balances. No one ever would have saw it coming. Um, so sometimes it is what it is. But if you're knowledgeable enough and, and you know what to check on, and I'll, I'll talk about that later in the podcast, you can kind of see the red flags and some of these other fraud, fraudulent ones. But Anyway, so they've got a, a lot of celebrities pushing this. Um, they're saying, hey, I invested some money with this. They've made me this. They're showing screenshots of their account growth. growth. 
Um, and they've got different different sponsors, kind of, you know, uh, sponsors are these people that go around kind of, you know, getting you into this thing, sharing different stories. There's, there's stories about, hey, there's this magic trading bot that never had a losing day. There's this story about, oh, there's this master trader that that does it. Um, there's there's this story about, hey, you know, the account made 473,000% in three years. It, it, it never, one person saying it never has a losing day. Another person says, hey, it does have a losing day, but never has has a losing month right and they do all this stuff to to suck you in and what made this one a little bit scary was because at, at first you hear that stuff and you're like you know these are a bunch of red flags right four hundred and seventy three thousand percent in three years boom red flag right never had a losing day boom red flags right but when you have family members and friends that are, and this goes back to the kind of the celebrity, and when I, when I say celebrity, it's not necessarily like actual celebrities, even though apparently some were in this thing, but celebrities meaning people that you look up to, people that you trust. When you're hearing back from families and friends that, hey, they've put their money in there and they're actually making money and they're actually able to take their money out, it's a little bit harder not to believe when you're seeing actual account statements that said, hey, I put $10,000 in. They just gave me, I just withdrew $20,000 last week. Look, here's my bank account. It went in. That's what makes it a little bit hard, right? So it, it seems like they were doing things the legit way for a while, but then, then things started to get a little bit fishy, right? Instead of being able to get paid withdrawal from your account right away, all of a sudden there started being delays where it was like, hey, you know, sure, ask for your money back, we'll get it back to you right away. And then, oh, uh, you know, ask for your money back, uh, give us about 20 days, right? Which is, you know, you know, you, you see that sometimes. And then it's like the 20 days had passed and money still wouldn't be in there, right? There are some red flags in there, especially if they're managing so much money. It shouldn't be that hard to kind of get money back to you. Um, and then the biggest red flag came when there was a losing day, right? And again, there's never a losing day, right? People never saw this. They check in every day and, and money's just going up and up and up and up. And then there's this, this losing day where they're seeing their accounts getting tanked. The, the, the one guy said in the interview, it felt like the rug was pulled from underneath me and everyone's panicking. And, and you know what happens, right? When people panic, you kind of panic withdrawal, right? We see this in the stock market all the time when things are going bad. The first thing you do is, you know, back in the day, you go call your broker. Now you go to your computer, you're on your mobile device and just like, you know, take money out, take money out, take money out. I want to stop the bleeding as soon as possible. And when this happened, what they started noticing was that they started getting messages from, I guess, the owners or the sponsors, whoever it was saying that, no, 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 no. There was just a, a server error. Like you didn't actually lose that money in your account, right? You're checking your real-time account and it's losing money. No, no, it was a server error. We refreshed it, everything was better. And then all of a sudden, all those losses were erased and, and gains were back up again. And again, another big red flag. This is this whole thing was very similar. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. If you wanna understand more about Ponzi schemes, there's a series on Netflix uh, talking about uh, Madoff. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called The Monster of Wall Street. Really, really good. But he was kind of the, the goat of Ponzi schemes. And he did something very similar where, you know, this was before things were as electronical as they are today. But basically, he would fill out his, his trades. He had this whole secret, like, dungeon room. But he would fill out his trades after the fact. So basically, it was like going back in time, seeing what, I got the euro pound on my chart right now, seeing what the euro pound did, and then going back and filling out the paper saying, okay, I entered at 86 even, 
and I sold to 85.40 and I made this much, right? So there's this track record of positive trading results, but they're delayed like a day or so. So you're always right. And in that series, you know, people, the, the real traders on Wall Street were trying to figure out like, how is this dude right all the time? Because again, let's be realistic. If you know anything about the real, uh, you know, reality of trading is like, people lose every day. There's no 100% traders. There's no 90% traders. Um, so to see someone that has that much accuracy on a consistent basis is like head scratching. And that was the thing that they kept bringing up in the, in the, in the Madoff thing. So this was very similar to that where this refreshed server or server error brought all these losing trades back to winning trades. And it Again, I recommend you see Madoff, but I, if you want more information on this, I recommend you watch uh, what is it, Coffeezilla's um, YouTube video, YouTube series about it, because it is interesting. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched like the 15 minute version, part one. Um, I, I do want to, I do, he did, did do a nice little lead in the part two, which I, I may want to watch because it, it gets deeper, apparently, um, where he's getting threats and stuff like that. But the point of this podcast isn't to make any accusations, it's to kind of explain the story, but then talk to you about some things that you can do. So one of those things that you can do to help avoid this situation, again, you know, scammers, there are some really, really good scammers out there. Um, and I don't want to say at some point you're going to get scammed. I don't believe that's true, but there, there, there certainly is, is a thing like in my situation where everything could be one hits all the checks and balances and you just get caught up in it. Right. It just happens wrong place sometimes. So I'm not going to say you're going to avoid every, every scam, but you can avoid a lot of them by doing a few things. One, have realistic expectations. I, I go back to two things that they said here. One, never had a losing day. When does that ever happen? Never. I don't know any trader that has never had a losing day, right? Maybe you could say never had a losing quarter, right? As, as time, never had a losing year. As time gets, you know, bigger, you have a bigger sample size, stuff like that happens. But we all have losing days. We all have losing weeks, right? People have losing months, right? To say I never had a losing day or the, the bot never had a losing day is 100% is ridiculous. Also, to say you made a 400 Again, 473,000% return, not even 473% return in three years, which would be ridiculous, a 473,000% in three years, that is the biggest red flag in the book ever. Who does that? And if that really is happening, let's be honest, because I managed money before, if this really is happening and, and I have a system and a bot and I, and I am this good, I'm sorry, I, I, I hope not to offend, and I understand there are different business business practices out there, but I'm not wasting my time taking $10,000 from someone. I'm not looking at small fish like that. I'm not going around trying to get 10K, 20K, 50K from people if I'm returning that much. I'm looking for big fish. I'm looking for maybe 100,000 quarter mil and up, something like that, real big investors. And I would rather have, instead of this big pool of investors, which just makes more work, on me with withdrawals and, and, and account statements and all that fun stuff like that, I'd rather have a, a handful of, of very powerful investments that just makes my life easier. Again, that's just me. There's different businesses, practices out there. You can There's methods where you can you know attract a, a small group of people with a lot of money or, or a lot of people for a little bit of money. And, and in my various businesses, I've always opted towards kind of the, if you're going to do something like that, where the goal is to make money and not necessarily like help people. It's you go for, you spend your time going for the big fish. 
because one big fish is worth, you know, 50x a small fish. But either way you look at it, 473,000% in three years is ridiculous. That should be a red flag. So realistic expectations, be aware of this type of stuff. When you, when you hear stuff that sounds out of the norm, when you see stuff that sounds out of the norm, give it a think, double, double check. And that starts with educating yourself on what the reality of trading is. And, and that's another story where a lot of people don't understand or don't accept what the reality of trading is, where they see these returns, they hear these stories, and they think that's a normal thing. They, they think someone's saying, hey, I had a, a 60% month. They think that is a, a normal thing. I'm not saying that can't happen, but if it does, that's an outlier. It's not a, a normal thing. Um, number two, and this one would seem like common sense, but you know we get caught up in the emotions and the, 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 the dreams and desires and the lavish lifestyle that we see other people getting. Check for proper certification, right? What happened in this situation was that money was being put through different organizations. There's this, I guess the main thing was the trader's domain, but even when you wired money in, it was going towards different places where trader's domain is, is I don't know what island there are, some unregulated island out there. Um, but the money was going through a different company that was here in the US, which is not allowed to be done, right? So like you're, you're, you're getting, you're supposed to be investing your money with one place, but when you wire it, there are very specific instructions to do it to another place and to fill out very specific things that says, says for example, like this is not for investing in the memo, right? Services, right? Because they're they're probably trying to avoid any type of legal situation by the, the wording and stuff like that. But double check. Make sure the people that you're giving your money to are the actual the companies that you're giving your money to. Make sure those companies are licensed. You know, unfortunately, we just had a... a a, a, a bad example of that with the submersible, right? You, you've probably heard about this because it's been worldwide news, but there was a uh, kind of a, a sub that went underwater to visit the Titanic and it imploded. And, you know, a lot of people are coming out and you're learning more about the history of this. And, and James Cameron is, is one of them who is, you know, not just a movie director of the Titanic and all these other cool films, but he's actually a submarine nerd, right? He's the one that's been down to Challenger Deep. Um, he's been on over, I think, 30 trips to the Titanic. Um, so he's become really, honestly, an expert in this field. And he was talking about how, and, and, and just reading different articles about how you look at this sub and it didn't necessarily meet the regulations. And, and, and there are no kind of, I guess, standard regulations that you have to meet to legally do something, but there are regulations that you should meet. And there was this interview from a guy who pulled out of one of the, the quests, I think, a long time ago. And he said he pulled out because, you know, one, he was watching the testing and all this stuff. And there were certain things that seemed odd, like exposed wires and there was, you know, lack of redundancy systems and stuff like that. But he said one of the, the biggest things that he asked for, he said, before going down and giving you my, you know, my quarter mil to go down, he said, uh, do you plan on getting the sub certified? And, and the owner and the company was like, no, we don't have it certified and we don't plan on getting it certified. That is a big red flag, right? And there were even... Um, other people in the industry that wrote letters to the company, and I'm not sure if they wrote letters to anyone else, but they were basically saying that, hey, the, 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 the way this thing is built is not up to standard, it is not safe. Like, basically, this should not be allowed to go that deep because you're just asking for disaster to happen. And lo and behold, eventually, disaster happened. So you, you got to make sure for proper certification, you, 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 you need to do that before investing any relevant 
amount of money. Now, one thing that I did have in there until I, you know, one idea that I did have, um, and I guess it, it, in this case, it, necess- it wouldn't have necessarily have helped you, but in other cases it can, is put out a feeler, right? Put out a feeler. So if you're asked to invest money with someone, right, don't invest the full amount. What you do is invest a small amount and just take it for a little test. Put a little money in, see how it performs, and most importantly, see if you can get it back. And if you can get that money back right away, that's a positive sign. You put a little bit more in. You want to make sure that you can, you know, you have access to your money and, and you're not just like the person just doesn't disappear because that happens too. Sometimes people get your money and you never hear from them again. Now, that wouldn't have helped in this case because, again, I guess for years they were actually giving money back. And, and again, that's, that's a brilliant ploy on their behalf. I don't know if it, if this thing started out legit and it ended up being a scam when trading got bad or if this was kind of the master scheme to kind of keep people in by making them think it's more legit. Who knows? Um, but I'm, in, in other cases, I would certainly recommend if, if you plan on investing, you know, like $10,000, just don't give them $10,000 right away. Maybe put in a thousand, maybe put in 500 and then ask for it back. Um, you know, who knows how long later and just see if you actually get it back. And if, if you do, that's a positive sign. If, if you don't, well, you got burnt by a scammer, but you got burnt for $500 instead of $10,000. Um, the last one is don't get caught up in these schemes to begin with. Meaning I don't want to call people lazy um, because this is in, in a way, this is no different than, you know, having, a, a, you know, um, a professional investment manager, right? Putting your money with a, an IRA or a 401k or something like that, or any type of investment fund It's the same concept, but obviously those are, are, are run through banks and legitimate companies. This one's not. And, and the difference is this one kind of sucks you in with the 473,000% return in three years. But there are other ways that you can go about making money through trading, right? One is obviously active trading, right? Learn the skill on your own. This is why I always encourage that people learn the skill on their own because you can control your own money. You don't have to worry about the likes of this happening. You are kind of your own boss, but not everyone is skilled enough to do that. Not everyone has the time or desire or the passion to do that. And that's 100% fine. But there are other ways to go about making money in trading that are, that don't, involve just giving your money away, right? You can do something like have someone manage your account, right? So in a situation like that, and I don't know if this is still the same as it was back when I did it, but you can set up your own account. You can have something and write something called a letter of direction. A letter of direction, what that does is it allows someone to manage your account on your behalf, meaning that they have access to your account. They can take trades. They can manage trades, all the fun stuff. They can do the trading for you. It's under your account. What they can't do is they can't withdraw money. So this gives them the power to do whatever transaction they need to do in the market, but your money is still with your account. They can't touch that. They can't withdraw it and have it sent to them. So that gives you that extra level of protection. Trade copy services are the same, right? Trade copy services are basically where you link your account to their master account. So there is a master account. If I were running one, for example, we used to work with one called um, Main Street Alpha where there was a master account that, that, that you would manage and people would sign up, subscribe to your account and basically they would link their account to your account and whatever you would take in this master account, the same signals would be taken in their account. So the same thing where you're getting signals, you're getting people trading on your behalf, which is what you want, 
um, but you're still in full control. I can't touch your account. I can't do anything to it. You're in control of your money. So definitely look for, if you want to be in a situation like that, look for situation or look for opportunities where you still maintain control even if someone else is doing the work. I know it's not, it, it doesn't sell the same, it, 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 but trust me, it's a lot more safer. And at the end of the day, we know that trading and investing is not about making as much money as you can. Real traders, real investors know it's about um, conserving capital, protecting capital. How can I put myself in a situation where, yes, I can have steady account growth, but at the same time, minimize any risk on the back end. And when you fall for something that is too good to be true and, and you're going for the, the big hit, and again, I'm not poo-pooing anyone that fell for this as you know, there were some prominent people that did, and, and these guys seem like they did a very good job of, of selling this dream. Um, but it, it it happens, and it's, it's out there more than you think. So you got to be safe. You got to be smart. You got to do, do your due diligence, and you can't get sucked into dreams that seem too good to be true. So again, I hope you enjoyed the podcast a little bit different. Again, CoffeeZilla is the name of the YouTube channel, Coffee Z-I-L-L-A. Check it out. I didn't watch the full story, so I don't know. I only watched the, the, the first sentence. Again, I don't want to get too much into it, but I thought it was a good chance to give you guys a warning about what to look out for, especially since I just had the same conversation with a family member who's gotten in the trade. So, so until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan, and I'll see you guys next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.